on this beautiful friday morning on the 29th of october 2021 the final episode of 2021 which means just 9 weeks remain for to the end of 2021 and this is episode 436 on the 29th of october 2021 let's begin this morning's discussion with the state of the 20 over world cup so far let's look at how the 20 over world championship has fared which teams are in a supposed good position and which teams who have played one match in the past 5 days are already being seen as teams with problems problems with batting lineups injuries miscommunication between the players and the coaching staff and ego issues between the senior players all these things have suddenly cropped up why because you lost one match and it and in a supposed bad manner you haven't even played the remaining four matches the schedule is such that one team has a gap of one week between matches and suddenly all the newspapers as i said last week the supposed experience of over 600 years have fallen back to the same old excuses of course we'll discuss that in detail but let's see how the world cup stands so far so amazingly australia england and pakistan are 2-0 as far as their two wins from two matches are concerned which means every team is appreciating these three teams every pseudo expert real expert pseudo newspaper pseudo media print media perfect team balanced team leg spinners off spinners all rounder of course if you win two matches you are a balanced team if you lose you are an unbalanced team you don't have you have injury issues and you have other problems which means teams like bangladesh scotland and west indies who have lost two matches not much expectation from scotland at this point in time maybe in 20 years they'll be number one contenders if they play more and they are in go and they go beyond this associate nations nonsense for now bangladesh and west indies who have lost their two matches suddenly they have problems they have injuries there is ego they're not able to play the way they should play they should look at the template adopted by teams like australia england pakistan up to some extent south africa which means team like sri lanka is one win one loss south africa one all afghanistan one one match but if your first match is against scotland with from whom there is not much expectations and you win by a margin of over 100 runs you were a dangerous team and your bowler goes on to take five wickets wow what a team perfect team this that all that nonsense has started speaking up as always namibia beat scotland but if it's a man namibia and scotland it's not surprising as to who would win and then india they haven't played a match they only played one match and suddenly 
the Hardik Pandya question crops up. Why is he there? Why is he not playing? Every damn expert. I just feel like, you know, something. What is going on? Why is this happening? Everyone questioning why is Pandya in the team? He's injured. Have somebody else in the team? Yes. Okay. Why is he not bowling? Miscommunication about his bowling. I mean, it's so full of nonsense such things. I went through two newspapers and there is no difference. I mean, why do you interview such people who are negatives? You have interviewed negative people. If I was a newspaper, I wouldn't even give importance to what they say. I don't care if they play 10 matches or 200 matches. Because what they have is a short memory. They also went through the same issues as if injuries weren't happening 20 years ago. As if people were injury-free and perfect and bowling was perfect. If that's the case, then I can cite numerous examples as to how the same pseudo experts with all that ego and arrogance sitting in that comfortable AC chair with no knowledge of what they knew, with being bombarded with statistics like anything means that's absolute nonsense. That's rubbish at its best. But let's see. So tonight there's a match in Pakistan and Bangladesh. If Pakistan win, let's say, I mean, I don't know who will win. Let's presume if they win, they make it to the semi-finals. Yes, if you play three matches in a week, then you have a greater chance. If the matches are, if if your two matches are in a week's time, it's not an excuse. It's there. That's how the schedule is. Yes, one team has played one matches. Most of the other teams have played a minimum of two matches. Of course, there's New Zealand in the equation also at like India. New Zealand are also 0 to 1. So that covers all, all the teams, I suppose. Yeah. So, yes, Australia, England, they have won their first two matches, but there's a long way to go. There's a long way to go as far as this championship is concerned. Teams have made mistakes, but we'll come back to that. Let's discuss something even more interesting, something that has concerned us suddenly. Suddenly this question has cropped up. I don't know from where, I don't know how, I don't know why we even discuss this because it's so obvious. The, the discussion is so mundane and ridiculous, but we are in the 22nd century. We are moving towards technology and how certain devices have democratized things. I think that's nonsense. I read a piece that smartphones have democratized photography. If you ask me, I would never take a photo on my dumb smartphone. I am forced to, I never take photos. Someone else takes photos, they are happy. Then what happens? The photo is lost in the gallery. You receive all kinds of posters on your what's, whatever groups. 20,000 posters every day. You get confused. When did I take this photo? We think we can take a screenshot and put it over there. I think it's absolute nonsense. It doesn't work that way. So is information overload good or bad? Well, that depends on where your information comes from and how do you process that information. If you are smart, then it will not lead to short memory. Though short memory is in terms of the fact that the same 
experts who are now who have a microphone in their hand who are supposed to be responsible in terms of not being over dramatic and melodramatic about the match and saying things like modern day cricket the pitch is flat there's that all kinds of nonsense being up about we love that kind of nonsense we live in this world of nonsense so is information overload good or bad that depends where your information comes from so i read over six newspapers four magazines i just gloss over them i don't want to remember much i just enjoy reading them why because it's decent yes newspapers are decent they have been there for the past 200 years yes newspapers also make errors if no newspaper is objective it's impossible to be objective human beings can never be objective and if we think that we introduce ai and and ai will be objective ai will never be objective let's not get too carried away by ai artificial intelligence is here to say but only at the they not going to be at the expense of human beings they will never replace humans humans will get smarter but being smarter and being objective are not connected so is information overload good or bad that depends what your source is if your source is newspapers i think yes it's not bad you don't have to tax your brain it's not an exam yes even if there's an entrance exam or some kind of exam where you have to remember everything you don't have to study like the way you do because the brain is such a device that when needed information from the past will automatically trickle down it will be stored in your memory and of course you have diary so yes if you don't want to tax your brain there's a diary and for some over smart people there's your dumb smartphones whether it's iphone or android it doesn't make a difference and we get excited okay my phone is fast how will that make a difference how will more memory in the phone make a difference it will not make a difference for example suddenly today people look at nutrition and inclusivity and we have all these strange terms coming from nowhere what should we eat suddenly we should not eat certain kinds of food because it doesn't help the environment well you can question that i don't believe in all that i'll eat what i want to eat if i don't want to eat something it's my decision not influenced by external factors so whether i eat vegetables or the opposite thing i'll eat what i want to eat and there is no overeating there is no obesity there is no these are just state of minds but let me just give you an interesting example as far as consumption is concerned why because today we are obsessed with linking everything to the environment we just love linking things to the environment why because that's how our brain works and that's how we think we just want to use the word democratic everywhere without even knowing what the term means where that term originated it is, is it logical to use these terms whether it was today or 20 years ago we think about restarting making a bold statement well pseudo media is not the place 
to make a bold statement. It's the place to ignore. If you and then we get carried away by when these celebrities think, oh, everything will be fine. I'm going through a bad phase. Nobody cares if a celebrity is going through a bad phase. It doesn't matter what they are going through. It's their job. If they're going through a bad phase, then it's not their art problem. But they have to understand these things. But that's not important right now. Let's not get too carried away because we can question the efficacy of such things. So, for example, I'm watching an old match of Australia and India, something which happened a couple of years ago. 24 years ago, this this Tendulkar 143, which everybody raves about even today. I think for me, batting, bowling hasn't changed at all. I think batting, bowling has remained the same. The bowler bowls, the batter wants to hit a six. There is no such thing that there are no accumulators, no such thing. Such things don't exist. Things like pitch hitters, all-rounders, changing the batting lineup. These things are nothing new. Overthrows by bowlers, bowling poorly. Today we discuss fields, what the field should be, should the bowler bowl to his feet. These discussions happen because the quality of the commentators is declining. For example, in this particular over, there was an overthrow, right? And the captain was unhappy. I'm sure the commentators wouldn't react in that manner. But then that's the nature of these situations, right? Of course, there was no review system there. So that is the only thing that has come in. Apart from that, nothing Yes, review system has made a huge difference. But I think it could have come 20 years ago. It was all about if the governing bodies were ready to invest. Today, the governing bodies are ready to invest in review systems and the international governing body is equally interested. So if today we had, suppose, imagine if on Sunday's match, Kohli doesn't come in number three, okay? He doesn't come in number three. Let's be very clear about that. Let's say he doesn't come in at number three. We send in Pan or Surya Kumar and India are 120 in 12 overs. So yes, it's the right thing to do. India are 24, 1 in 2 overs. You send in Kohli. That's how they think it should be. I don't think even that thing has been there for years. That hasn't changed. So yes, short memory is for the arrogant, for the arrogant individuals. But the question is, once again, is information overload good or bad? Once again, it's neither good nor bad. It's about how you process that information, how you look at it, what you think about that information, because information will come in so many forms. And today, we look at pseudo-media as this new modern-day thing. I think it's nothing. Pseudo-media is nothing special. It's online. Such online chat platforms have been there for the past 20 years. Whether it's the Indian version, who or who or Twitter or whatever, even if you are trying to rename Facebook to Meta, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't make a difference.
it doesn't make a difference so discussion is if there's too much of information if we are watching if you are reading on the on your phone or on your computer or watching tv is it bad no it's not bad it's a state of mind so yes information overload is neither good nor bad it depends it doesn't matter if you don't remember everything the brain is not supposed to remember everything it comes with experience at 18 i may not have remembered a lot of things but at a certain age after experiencing things i don't have to i may read a piece of information on the whether it's in the digital form or the analog form i may read a magazine and yes the magazine will have lot of points it will be for and against certain things should it influence me no i will say that okay the writer had certain slant if as i said nobody is objective everybody has a slant towards certain things so it doesn't make a difference what your thought process is it's up to you not to be influenced by that thought process is it practical well it's practical in the same way short memory i talked about short memory when i said that in the 2003 world cup we lost the first match okay we won again netherlands but let's not count that 18 years ago we lost against australia everyone must have said tournament over india has no chance we didn't 20 years ago we didn't think england had a chance who would be the teams our neighboring countries okay yes two of our neighboring countries in the south and in the west you can decide what who are those two neighboring countries in that manner so yeah but yes i mean that's an excuse we can question it you lose one match. it's not of course the manner in which you lost the match i am not making i'm just saying let the second match happen let's see what happens new zealand also lost i don't think the new zealand win for our neighboring country was convincing they somehow had a bit of luck and it was happening in a smaller ground the smallest of all grounds on on which this particular match is happening and 20 years ago we didn't bother on the size of boundaries we didn't bother on how the ground was i mean now the only thing we have did this now this ball has been played away with and look at towards the fine leg and it's four so it's fine it happens but if today such a thing happened you would say poor fielding you would say things like he should have fielded the ball better i'm sure the commentator then wouldn't bother about that because miss fielding happens drop catches happen you need to do today we expect the because of arrogance of the commentators who were themselves zero contributors in fact 70% of the commentators now don't even know what they were doing why they were playing they were they were lucky to be playing right and we look at strike rates and averages and miss fieldings and fielding positions and what not i think it's all absolute nonsense it's not as if players in want to field 20 years ago they don't want to field now yes fielding has improved but it's a minor thing we look at over pitch he should have dropped the ball short we look at such unnecessary rubbish nowadays and i and i pity for the broadcasters who have to 
give opportunities to such commentators because it's a pity that they're even playing. They are very lucky to be playing. That's what my understanding is of this situation. And it's a strange understanding that that's how it is and that's how it will always be. So yes, coming back to the discussion around information overload, I don't think information overload is good or bad. It depends on how we process it. You don't have to process it. It's such a simple situation. Information will always be coming to us at all times, whether it's through word of mouth or through pseudo internet or through print or electronic media or through pseudo media or through digital media. Let's not get too affected by it. Because as I said, human beings, whatever be the profession, will never be objective. I am not objective about things. We will always be subjective. Newspapers will never be objectives. The editorials clearly show, they will clearly show the defense. They defend certain things. Yes, of course, the slant of the newspaper, I don't think it makes a difference. We get carried away. Okay, so this newspaper is criticizing the policies or they are making a mockery of this or they are coming with subjects which really don't matter. I don't think it. Let them do it. That's their policy. They are under pressure to do it. And coming back to the match, well, and let me make a few things clear about the Hardik Pandya situation. We never had this problem. We never had such all-rounders. In the definition of whatever all-rounders mean today, I think, yes, the newspapers have a right to say that three teams with two wins each, one win away from reaching the semi-finals. But remember, there are other teams also. If anything is possible, there is, there is still an Australia-England match which is going to happen. There is still Australia-England will take place. That will decide first or second position. Then South Africa, Sri Lanka are not far away as far as that is concerned. Bangladesh, West Indies do presume they are done for this tournament and that's how it is. So let's presume that Bangladesh and Sri Lanka are done. Bangladesh and West Indies are done. Sri Lanka and South Africa, they will face each other and that will decide who goes to four points. Australia, England will decide who tops the group. And of course, in India's group, relatively not that tough a group. Of course, your first match makes a difference. Psychological impact and walkout, I don't think so. I don't think it makes a difference. But that's enough for tonight. That's enough on this bizarre discussion. Let's take a short break.
सो दिस एंड्स एपिसोड नंबर 436 ऑन द 29th of October 2021 a reminder once again that this is the final episode of October 2021 as we head into the last 60 days of 2021 and i will be back on of november 2021 with episode number 437 at 10 am ist to discuss what you know on that day itself but while you wait for the next episode what can you do you can purchase the book the fifth empire which is available on amazon in the ebook format but if you prefer watching movies and tv shows and reading about them and analyzing them you can purchase the book beyond the tv 33 cinematic productions that transformed the silver screen available on amazon in the ebook format but if you are interested in reading stories long form and short form you can purchase the book the complete collected short stories available on amazon in the e book format and while you are excited to buy and procure such books while you wait for monday's episode what else can you do you can press that like and subscribe button right now don't wait don't think for even one second like and subscribe button press it right now while you wait for the next episode